Cortez. Cortez follows there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Carl. Already, can't even get the, can't even get through the intro uh, oh, twice. Take two, man. Without without laughing. I mean, we had a hilarious banter, and it got ruined. It got ruined because of my my failure to technical difficulty. That's my bad. There, sorry, folks. You no, missed out on that. You fa- your failure to just to do the shit you're supposed to do to begin with, and then you just bluffed it all up. Ah, bummer. And see, we can't go back into talking about it again because that was that was just a spur of the moment thing. Spur, spur of the moment. What what we was talking about was sunflower seeds and uh, eating spaghetti noodles and all that. Uh, so the the moment is. Let's just say this: it, it's ruined now. We can't go back and do it. <laughs> Anywho, Cortez, Paul, Kevin Carter over Skype. <laughs> Sorry for the laughing before we got onto uh, the show. Uh, we. we 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 are a special or a kind man. I me me and Kevin are different man. That's, that's all I can tell you. Can't take can't take this motherfucking nowhere. Kev <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, um, you got to saw you uh, Saturday. That, that was yeah. Saw you Saturday. Uh, told Crystal she should have just brought your charger there because I don't ever know when she's going to get it to you down there. So we should. Just, <laughs> I, I told her, I said, I should have kept his charger that he left up here. I could have eventually got it back for him before you got it back to him. No, because usually she comes up and hang out at Warhouse from time to time. So I thought I would already seen her, but you know, me, her, and Jeff go out there and I, I haven't seen her. So I, that's why I thought I was giving to her. But eventually I got to swing by that way when I go. Basketball season start up here next month, so maybe I'll swing you'll by get there. Char- you'll get the charger eventually. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll get the charger eventually. So, um, Kevin, I could have shipped it to you faster. <laughs> um, yeah, I should have just let you ship it, but I just, it is what it is. I got, I got like another charger. So I'm not really in dire need of it, but it's it'd be nice to have. Sometimes, like even when I got back to my buddy's place. Um, my watch dies, so I just didn't have a charger for it. Using my phone, I can plug it in and charge in the car. That's how I get charged from there. But the watch dies yeah. pretty quickly, so <laughs> it is. Yeah, what it is. I don't know. I don't know nothing about having no no stupid watch. No, no, no Apple Watch. <laughs> Already, no. I, one, I'm not buying anything that has Apple in front of it. So Sam, Samsung watch. <laughs> I'm not buying no damn watch that tells me everything where I can just pull my phone out of my pocket and look at it. I'm not that damn lazy. You are old school, sir. <laughs> like, the, 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 people are like, oh, well, look at what watch can do. I was like, yeah, watch my phone. Uh, oh, look at that. It does the same exact thing, and I didn't have to pay extra whatever amount of dollars to have a watch. Now Austin's got a watch. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like y'all just. I'm like, what? Why? Why? Technologies. <laughs> All right, Kev. Uh, well, let's hop into NFL first. Um, week two was juicy, just about juicy. Week one. Um, what, what's what's one of the things that you take away? And we'll we'll go back and forth, and we'll talk about the games. But what's your takeaway for some of these games, man? Like one one of the games. That you watch is what comes to mind first. Well, I was at one of the games, so I didn't really watch a lot of them because I was I was at one of them. My biggest takeaway, though, from the thing and just from the NFL season so far in general, is 
there there's a certain person that don't look like himself in the beginning of the year don't know what's going on don't know if his wife leaving him or or the plastic surgery or just father time's catching up with him but tom brady don't look like himself anymore mind you they still won the game against um against new orleans but he he looks off to me not just his face looks weird but he just looks off to me for some reason and he just he doesn't look like himself and that that that's one of the big things uh a lot of comebacks this week too nobody knows how to close out a game anymore apparently when you get up by 21 points or 14 points uh, a lot of a lot of comebacks uh this week by a lot of uh a lot of pretty good teams so it's just it looks like parody is going to be the oh and buffalo looks like it's going to cremate everyone so uh <laughs> but no it, it, there's a lot of parody going to be in the nfl this year i think it's i think uh you're, you're going to see some of the changing of guards so to speak mm-hmm. with some of the younger guys coming in and especially at qb so uh yeah i think i think we're in for a pretty interesting rest of the season yeah man it's it's been crazy man just seeing how some of this has progressed Kevin, you're right. Let's, let's stick on Tom Brady for a bit. I know a lot of people was talking about the way he reacted, throwing the tablet on the ground and yelling at, barking at his teammates and, and everything like that. Do you, do you think that the outside distractions are really getting to him, that he's it's showing him to feel? I mean, I know we anytime, always say Tim Thomas always anytime, been this type of personality, but... Anytime a woman got involved, like, think back to when you knew something was happening with a sports star's family life, what happened to their game? Tiger Woods, for example. He, his stuff happened with his wife and everything. And what happened, what happened to Tiger like right around the time that happened? That's when that decline started happening. And then he went and then he had all the craziness happen in his life and all the injuries started piling up. But that was the one big thing that you looked at and it was like, Oh, and you point to that point to where Tiger's career started going in the shitter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like if it, uh, a woman has a lot of, well, in Tiger's case, a bunch of women's has a uh, has a has kind of that effect on a on an athlete. Mm-hmm. Like if we hear, like you think about it, every time you've heard about someone's personal issues with a wife or a girlfriend or something come up when you watch that person play you can tell it's affecting them you, it, we even had we even had it happen here with Josh Scope, uh, with uh, not Scobie I don't want to put that on poor Scobie his wife's a, a saint we're having to put up with him <laughs> but uh, Josh, Lam- Josh Lambeau's wife they, just, they got married and they wasn't even together that long and then boom she left and when she left, that's when he went to total shits. I'm not comparing Lambeau to Tom Brady, but still, it 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 takes your it takes a it takes a toll on you. It takes a toll to a normal person. So imagine a, a, a athlete trying to deal with that, along with trying to do his profession and trying to keep up, especially a person like Tom Brady, who always wants to be at that high level. Right. What do you make about this whole, his old reactions and stuff like that? Because 
a lot of people are trying to spin it like, oh, he's a competitor and all that. And, and you know, it's just a... We've seen Tom do shit before, kind of like that, but never to the level that he did it this year. Yeah. Never to the level that we've seen over these two games where he's throwing the tablet like crazy and then somebody barked at him this past game and he barked right back and got all hey, we, we don't see Tom that way we don't see him bark back like that at somebody and then get to that level of, of being a, a turd blossom you know what I mean mm-hmm. we know turn, Tom can be a turd blossom but not to that level it, 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 there's something there's a lot going on I'm telling you that here Giselle leaving has, has took a toll on him. Oh, absolutely. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I know that take a toll on him, but I, I hate to look at it like everybody like, oh, well, this is how he is. He's compared her, but... No, no, no. That ain't how he is. There's some other shit going on. Right. You have to... It, it's a lot deeper than him just being a competitor and him doing that. Stop trying to give him a built-in excuse. Yeah. He's being an ass. He's being an asshole right now because he's got too much shit going on in his life. His ass shit. What happened was he said he was going to go back and play. Giselle got pissed. He should have just stayed his ass at the house. Because if somebody that fine and worth that much money says, <laughs> looky here, you're staying retired, my idea is to go, yes, ma'am, and stay at the house. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that Russell Ferris as soon as he switched. And it, it wasn't even that much time before he changed his mind. So no, that's what made her mad. Because as soon as as soon as he said he was coming back, then you started hearing all the things come out about him and Giselle were having. Maybe they were having problems before that, and he thought, hey, if I go back and play, that'll give us some time to to separate from each other and be able to work through shit. But obviously, it's doing the exact opposite of what he was hoping it would do. Okay, gotcha. Kevin, these Miami Dolphins, man, two games in, and they had they was down 35-14. The game was pretty much over. And they came back and scored four four quarter touchdowns. What'd you that make about nuts. what would you make about this whole Miami Dolphins and and this this move that they have? And I know yeah. two has been criticized to the point where, you know, this is proven to him, but it seemed like you put some talent around him. This, well, this is what you get. Well, I was about to say, Miami's got a bunch of good wide receivers. <laughs> they, they've got, they got a bunch of good wide receivers. There was some throws he made that you're like, don't throw that. But then when you got the guys, he, they, they can go and get it. So he, he's made some bad decisions because before they threw the four touchdowns, what did he do? He threw two interceptions. Yeah, he got him in. He got him in that difficulty. No one talks about the four interceptions when you throw for five touch or the two interceptions earlier in the game that compromised your situation to begin with. Mm-hmm. Everybody only going to talk about the ones that happened at the end of the game and you coming back. That was well, if you wanted to came back, that's what we would have been talking about. Yeah, but but yeah, he yeah, he's a knucklehead. He I don't call him a knucklehead. I just think a lot of people are like. He's doing a great job right now. He's lit it up over the first two games. His wide receivers are playing great. But that's what happens when you get somebody that amount of talent and that good of people. They can go out and they can do things like like what they're doing. So I commend them for doing good. Hey, he's playing with what he's got right now, and what he's got is really good. So it's, it's good for them. 
Yeah. I don't think he's. I don't think two is that great. He's gonna put up the stats just because he's got the dudes that can do it. Yeah, he got Jalen Walter who had 11 catches, 171 yards, two touchdowns, and then Tyreek the Freak Hill, 11 receptions, 190 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, it's the first time uh, since 1942 that two receivers logged 107 plus receiving yards and two touchdowns in the same game. That game yeah, was that's insane. That game was ridiculous. I'm watching on my red zone. I'm sitting here like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So, here, Kevin, here's a funny thing. The two most criticized quarterbacks that we have in NFL, um, Tua and Jalen Hurts, uh, consequently, their offense in the NFL right now after two games is one and two. And the, oh, Dol- yeah. and the Dolphins is beating them by – or the, the, the Eagles have the most <laughs> offensive yards, by 47 yards. So, it's, it's a big gap. I mean, obviously, it's two-game sample, so let's let's be real here. But <laughs> And you know, who they play – and who they playing. Yeah, yeah. So, like, let's, let's be honest here. But at the same time, like, it is kind of the, – the, the immediate storylines to these two quarterbacks that's been heavily criticized, and you put the weapons around them. And they look competent, and that's all you want before your quarterback oh, and yeah, your team, your offense. You just want to put competent show, weapons around them. Trust me, I know all about just wanting my quarterback <laughs> to look competent. <laughs> I know all about it. Speaking of, you was at this game, man. The freaking Jacksonville Jaguars, man, are leading the division, man. Kevin, talk about your Jags, and and we, and we, Kevin, we we actually was talking about this before this game actually happened. That. Indy for some odd reason. Maybe Indy's just bad right now, but for some odd reason, Indy Athens cannot play in Jacksonville. It's just, it's a curse. It's like they can't None win in Jacksonville. None <laughs> at all. Our, our buddy Jake uh, does his picks and stuff on YouTube, and he picked the uh, he picked the Colts. I said, I said maybe in Indianapolis you pick the Colts. You, you don't pick the Colts in Jacksonville. Since 2014, every time they come here, they got whooped. We've only the Jacksonville Jaguars have only shut out people five times over their history. Three of them have been against the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> the thing you don't do, you don't pick Indianapolis when they come here. For some odd reason, playing them in Jacksonville, we have their number. Like big time have their number. But they were down a lot like I'll give them a little bit of an excuse because they were down their two best receivers. Um, uh, the one guy didn't play, the guy that changed his name, Leonard. He changed his name in the middle of the season. He don't he, or or before the season, so he don't he wasn't playing. But they got whitewashed. I, like I, in I, every, I, the I, ice turned in a puddle because all the ice just melted because he was getting smoked. All game long. Kevin, you being modest. I'm going to just say this. Even with their two pieces that they were missing, y'all still beat the dog crap out of them. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I'm trying to give them, I'm trying to give them a built-in excuse, but I didn't care. We beat the crap out of them. Like, Jacksonville, Jacksonville owned them from the start to the finish. Like, they, they had no answer for anything that Jacksonville did. Like, none. There was there was no answer. And for everybody that wanted to sit there and go, we gave Christian Kirk too much money and everything like that, nah, yeah, I think he's doing pretty well. Yeah. I think, I think, I think he'll be okay. Three yeah. touchdowns after two games. I can't tell you the last time we had a receiver do that. So, <laughs> hey, like, T- eh, we'll T- be all right. T-Law had five incompletions. He was 25 and 30, throwing 235 and two yards. two of them were drops. 
One yeah. of them was a touchdown that went right through the dude's hand, and the other one hit the dude in the chest, and he dropped it. But yeah, he he was he was on it. I give full, I give big credit to uh, Doug Peterson. He's coming out and he's he's scheming up some ball plays to uh, to make it easy on Trevor. It's like I said after week one. I wish they would roll him out some more, get him out of the pocket. Let him throw on the run. So then going into week two, what do we do? We roll him out, let him throw on the run, and, and we see the kind of stuff that he can do. Because he's really good at throwing on the run. Yeah, to be man. that tall, lanky, to be that tall, slender, lanky guy, he likes to get on that move and, and throw those throw those little passes and stuff. But they look they look like I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, can we do this the rest of the year? What did I tell you at the beginning of the year? I just wanted us to look like a competent football team like a team that actually belonged to play in the NFL not some kicking kickers and and doing all kinds of crazy crap and us not even to be able to complete a four yard out route I, I didn't want that anymore I wanted us to look somewhat presentable and so far after two games they look presentable absolutely and they should have definitely it was in the we game should be two and oh yeah, y'all was in that Commanders game, so like, this this is I'm pretty sure for you for the two games you're not trying to jump the gun here, but it's pretty refreshing to see. Um, th- this week is when we see what they're really like. This is the week where they're going to get tested. They got to go all the way across the country, and this is the week where we see what they're really like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This, this is this the kind of game where you see. Where where that where that team actually stands? Do they still have the middle that they showed when they come out in Indianapolis, or are we going to revert back to the old Jaguar teams that if we go out on the West Coast we get bludgeoned? Yeah, you're right, man. Uh, so the teams that's kind of been having a good showing, the Detroit Lions, uh, at one point was leading the the Commanders twenty-two to zero, leading to the half. And they almost collapsed, but they ended up winning 36-27. Amal Ross St. Brown had nine catches. This is a guy who came on last year as a rookie uh, in the second part of the season. Now he's still is carrying over to this part of the season. Uh, nine catches and 116 yards and two scores. And, and Jared Goff looked competent throwing four touchdown passes and zero interceptions. So, Kevin, you got something to say about these, these hard-knots lines? Yeah. or? Jared, Jared Goff's another one of those guys that are look okay doubt me and I want to prove myself that I'm actually not as bad as all y'all kept saying he was he was another one of those guys in the two uh, camp to where he's like okay y'all doubted me y'all said that I suck I want to go out and actually prove that I'm a competent NFL quarterback so yeah they, they, they've been surprising uh, DeAndre Swift has been the uh, has been the uh, catalyst for that team. He's he's been doing well the uh, first uh, the first part of this season. Yeah, man. Um, they, he's they, the guy we all skipped in fantasy. And nobody picked him until <laughs> later on, and then look at him now. He's 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 doing well. Right, pick man. Nothing wrong with that. But no, they're they're uh, they're trending the right direction. This is encouraging. They're not. Losing back to back to back to back games like they were last year. Um, oh no, they're not losing those seven in a row, eight in a row games. Yeah, so at least you know this is 
it's it's encouraging. I, I I don't know where they end up at the end of the season, but this is encouraging to see that you know they're putting up some dog fights, making some games scrappy. Uh, they did that against the Eagles. So I mean, like I said, this this is encouraging for Lions fans to, to definitely see. So and it, it probably ticks you off a little bit too because you just seen the Commanders the week before. Like we were just doing this to the Commanders. We should have beat two and up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should have, we should have, we should have. If it wasn't for that just bad first half that the Jaguars had, we should have beat the Commanders. And if somebody, if they would actually play defense and covered people like they did this week, yeah, we would, we would have easily won that game. Gotcha. Well, Aaron Rodgers and the Pack got back to their winning ways, and we we saw this coming because they own the Bears. Uh, they 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 always been beating the Bears for the last, you know, since he's been in a Packers uniform. So uh, impressive win by Rodgers. They won twenty seven to ten. Like I said, the Sunday game just was trash. It was already over. <laughs> look, week one. Look, week ones for Green Bay have been like that. Mm-hmm. Like last year, they had to play New Orleans in the first game, and that's when New Orleans got. Because of the hurricane coming through, they moved the game to Jacksonville. And they got Green Bay got smoked. And then this year, for game one, Green Bay got smoked. In the second game last year, they blew it. They beat somebody's behind. And then this year in the second game, they beat somebody's behind. So that's one of those things to where does Green Bay just not like week one? And they're like, screw it. We don't want to play week one. Just can we skip the week two? Because they do, they, they it seems like they do this almost every year. Yeah, yeah when we were making our picks last week, we, we kind of was hesitant to pick the Bengals, um, and we kind of seen why. And you know, they, they just this, this Super Bowl hangover, I don't know what's going on with them. No, it's it's we revamped the offensive line, but for some reason, it didn't get any better. <laughs> Because Joe Burrow is still getting smacked in the face every two seconds. <laughs> and he's still getting his book. I think he's still mad about it. Yeah. No, and it's, it's bizarre, man. But um, props to the Cowboys. They did this with their backup quarterback, Cooper Rush. He came into this here. Who Michael Irvin, who Michael Irvin said is Tom Brady. Which is ridiculous. Which is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Stephen Stephen A. Smith fell on the ground when Michael Irvin said that this guy was Tom Brady. <laughs> I think we all should fall on the ground, like relax. But this is what Cowboys fans do; they they tend to get all hyped after one, and it was an impressive win. Don't get me wrong; y'all had a seventeen three halftime lead, and it was impressive. But relax. good win. Your defense is really good, but don't don't get sit there and go. This kid's Tom Brady. Yeah, no, you know, I don't want to hear that mess. No, and then, then there's talks about Dak might return on for a game or week four. But if this kid win another game, you, you got to really push him back. I, if I was him, I'd just take your time with that. But you got to grip the ball, do, and throw it. And if you can't grip the ball, throwing the ball, that's going to be a problem. Look here. You're in a division where if this guy can keep you above water for a couple more games, you'll be fine. Just let him, let him rest. Let him just keep letting him rest as long as possible. Make sure that when he comes back, he can do everything that he was doing before. Don't rush him because the guy will be you'll be okay with your defense and your running game once you get Pollard involved. Look at that, 
you get Pollard actually involved in a game and good stuff happens. <laughs> Don't. Right. Stupid. You leaving? You 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 try to run da- or run Zeke into the ground, and they key on him and everything, and then you put Pollard in the game and look how good of a game he had. I'm like, come on, man, y'all, y'all. It's it, football is a simple game. Just <laughs> stop trying to overthink everything. So, Kenny Pickett apparently is on deck. There's been rumors about him after the Mitchell Bissy. Uh, around the offense on the show there they, they said that it was pretty mediocre he he went 21-33 468 yards one touchdown and one interception um, lost to the Patriots and and do, do you think it's time to put in Kenny Pickett or do, do you wait for a mission what, what, I, I, what? I thought it was time week one we put Kenny Pickett in like I said you should be starting Kenny Pickett right now anyway because we always talk about rookie quarterbacks. Do you throw them into the fire or do you let them sit for a year and do all that stuff? Now it's you throw everybody into the fire. They got to get burned sometimes. So you might as well do it earlier than later. Yeah, man, they were saying on passes 10 plus yards, Trubisky is throwing a completion rate of 39%. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> that ain't gonna cut it when you have George Pickens and you also have these other receivers that that's at your disposal here. I'm blanking on their other. Nah, who, got, who's their other receiver, Kev? They you got to play. Who's their other deep that receiver for, oh, for the what's his, what's his damn name? I'm blanking um, on it too. I, I was, what's his? It's on the tip of my tongue. So, is it, I, I is know, it something Washington? I know who you're talking. Isn't about. it Washington? Huh? Washington? No, not, no, not Washington. Washington was there like 400 years ago. Okay. It's, uh, um, damn he's, it, man! What is his name? He's real talented. I know. I'm like looking it up right now because I'm I'm blanking on it, dude. I swear. <laughs> Nonetheless, though, but I, I I agree that maybe we should see Kenny Pickett go ahead and step in here because um, if, if Mr. Bisky is is doing this poorly right now, um, you might want you might just want to just shake it up. Let's see who the wide receivers are. Wide receivers 2022. Deontay Johnson. George Pickens. Yeah. That's who it is. Deontay Johnson. That's who was on my mind. Yeah, you got Chase Claypool was the Chase, one that was on my mind. Yep, Chase Claypool. Yep. Um, yeah, Claypool was the one on my mind. Plus, they're running back pretty damn good. But you yeah. got to give him the ball. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I'm screaming for that from a fantasy standpoint. So. <laughs> don't, don't, don't talk to me because it seems every this seems to be that year I'm going to play everybody every week and somebody's going to have somebody go completely ape crap <laughs> it just seems to be it just seems to be that way that that way this year already like I'm I'm winning and I'm projected for it to be a close game and then Tyreek Hill has a stupid ass fourth <laughs> quarter drive you bonkers don't it <laughs> especially the way especially the way we give out points in our league <laughs> like in a normal in the normal Yahoo league I'm just giving an example since we went here in the normal Yahoo league Tyreek Hill only scored 23 points with all the stuff that he did in our league because of the 40 yard passes that we give points to <laughs> and anything over this much we give points that man had 80 damn points. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how are we scoring this? I was like, 
he got he I'm like who put this in there? I was like, who gave points? He sneezed and he got a point. For God's sake. I'm like, good lord. Oh man. Hey man, inflation's for real. No, it makes for it makes it makes for high scoring games on our thing, but damn. <laughs> like sure. Like I didn't mind to lose, but I didn't want to lose that bad because we we, we got points that we just give out like candy. Dude. We had fifty nine points. Do I? Have, I had the bills. I bought Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, and they're literally saving me right now. It was for South oh, God, yeah, week them, in week one. Them two are going to save. Them two are going to save you all year long. Yeah, they're going to save me all year long, man. But it's funny. Why well, I had Josh Allen in my league. The other guy that I'm playing my work, we had Josh Allen. So I'm, as I'm saying, like, yes, oh no, no, my score was bad in my other league. So, um, yeah, none, nonetheless, Kev, uh, these Cardinals, man, Las Vegas Raiders, man, and, and, and before the season, I know it's, it's still early, still early. I literally told you that the Raiders scared me. This is not what I meant. <laughs> this is not they're what just, they're just going to scare you until the end of the game. <laughs> this is not what I meant. I, I expect their their offense to be up, and and then and they was up, but Kyler Murray happened. Kyler Murray ran around for twenty point eight seconds on a two point conversion. Oh, twenty oh, yeah. point eight conversion was stupid. I'm like, he ran around, and I'm like. Dude, you could have just ran the ball in to begin with. Why did you run around for four and a half hours to to, to do what you should have done from the get-go and just run the ball into the end zone? Because that whole side of the field was wide open when he started to play. I'm like, oh, good Lord, man, you made me tired. <laughs> but someone – go ahead, but him getting away from that, But him getting away from that guy, I'm like, damn. Like, he, he, like you had him dead to rights, and he's like, nah, no, thank you. Kevin, there there was a point, and there was a scout before Kyrie got drafted, and the way they described it is like he he plays like if a if a toddler took your phone and kept running around little corners and stuff, and you can't get the baby. Oh yeah, the video of that little kid running around, and you can't catch it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's him. That's that's exactly him. That's Kyler Murray. So, or or if a dog ate something that or got into something that he wasn't supposed to get into and ran away from you while you were telling you, come back here with that. Give it here, give it here. Yeah, that's that's what he's like, too. He's like a little chihuahua getting away from you, or like a Jack Russell, because he's faster. He's like a Jack Russell getting away from you because you can't catch the little dude. And you when you try to grab him, he's so slippery that he got away from you. What should be depressed for the Raiders is you only gave the ball or tried to give the ball to Devontae Adams twice. There was it. Therein lies your problem. Man, I tell you, man. As in background over here, but I hear people outside fighting. I'm not going to look at that. Anywho, back to the podcast. Oh, really? That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. These kids you got a high school. I hear a bunch of screaming, so I'm pretty sure my mic's going to pick that up. Open up the door. <laughs> Open up the door. Tell them. Open up the door. Tell them. Turn that shit down. Sorry, guys. At the 32 mark, if you hear kids outside screaming that's because there's a fight outside and I'm not finna get up and we're gonna resume my podcast I'm sorry this this might get strong so I'm sure it's gonna pick up the screaming so I apologize for that this this <laughs> is how you can tell how old we are people <laughs> if we were younger Cortez would pick up his phone and go outside and just record it uh, so <laughs> the older we get the more we don't care about you millennials 
doing your stupid shit. What are they called now? I know they're not. Uh, they're are they Gen, still called millennials now? Gen X, I think. Gen X, I think. No, or Gen, or Gen stupid. Z. No, Gen, we're I'm Gen X. Gen don't, Z, don't, Gen, Gen Z, I no. think. Don't disrespect the fuck oh, out of us. Sorry, bro. No, I'm 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 Gen X. <laughs> I think that's Gen Z. Gen Z. So Gen stupid. That's what we should call them. <sighs> Gen parted. Gen video recording. Yeah. That's what we should. Call them. I, I, Gen YouTube. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm gonna talk about my Broncos here, and you know, listen, still week two once again. Let's. As you just heard me and Kevin said, it's still week two. Still a lot of things to kick out. I, from in my head, I guess when we got Russell Wilson and we had these towns and weapons around him, for some reason I just thought that he would make it work. No, because here's the bad part, and I'm gonna tell you your bad part right now. I'm just gonna cut you right off right now. Your bad part is you got a stupid ass head coach. <laughs> Just throwing it out there, you have a terrible, stupid head coach. He's not a good offensive coordinator. I speak from experience. And I'm glad y'all hired him. Because if he would have still been out there and we would have hired him, I would have cussed everybody out. Because Nate Hackett is terrible. He is. His clock management skills is, is needing some 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 assistance. Uh, he, he no, no, don't try to sugarcoat it. <laughs> don't sugarcoat it. You're right. You're His right. His game management skills suck. He is not good at all whatsoever. He was the intern here whenever Urban did his stupid shit, and he was terrible when he was the intern here. Like there's times that made you scratch your head. Like, what are you doing? I know you're at a you're you're here on an intern basis, but dude, still, it's called adjustments. You still didn't make any at all, whatsoever. Was, when they said that we were thinking about hiring him and bringing him on permanently, I was like, you better not. He, and then when y'all hired him, I was like, thank you. He he is he looks overwhelmed. He blew his timeouts and had seven minutes left. All his timeouts was gone. And a game that was still close, had no business being close. And I told Kevin this, I said, and I said, Kevin, I said, I, I have a feeling that, listen, we should be the Texans. We should pound down on them. We should. But for some odd reason, this game is going to be close. And I feel the like... Texans are, the Texans are half, actually halfway decent looking so far no, this year. And, and they are. They look... They look they look better than the two teams that everybody was picking to win the division. They are. Kevin, they're moving the ball down the field great. Except when they get to the yeah. red zone. They and then only, that's when it They only have one touchdown the red zone this year on after like ten trips. Yeah, because they, 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 they do this thing called not running the football. Which they have <laughs> people two think with. people think they need to get into the people in the red zone and throw the ball for some odd reason. No, that's how you get into the red zone. Okay. I know when he you lost, get there. Run the ball. Right. I know he lost Judy. Judy went down. He should be back this week. Uh, and then Pastor Tan went down too, and he should be back. But still, it's, it's, it's more than that whole team. It's just, I, I just, man. <laughs> Your head coach isn't very good. <laughs> I'm just telling you that from experience. I think uh, I told you this 
when they hired him. You did. You was very skeptical of him. While I was like, oh, he told Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that looked good. I but- said, no, I said, no, he, he makes everything look good when he doesn't have to do it himself or when he's not the head man. If he's an assistant coach, yeah, good for him. And he, he, he and he's an offensive coordinator, yeah, good for him, even though he sucked when he was here too, so fuck him. But, uh, <laughs> no, he, he, he's, he, he gets in over his head and it's like he, he tries too hard. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets to that spot where he tries too hard, it just uh-huh. all kind of influxes him on him. Like, you have Russell Wilson. Let him run the damn thing. Like, I don't think there's anything in the NFL Russell Wilson hasn't seen. Yeah. Just let let, let, let him let him help with the game plan. Don't make a shitty game plan and then think Russell is just going to go out there and do what he normally does. Shitty thing, Russell. Here's what, you, here's, what you, here's what you really don't do. You really don't try a 64-yard freaking field goal when you have fourth and five and you have Russell Wilson. You let Russell Wilson try to get the fourth and five. Sorry, I'm still going to go back to week one because that still pisses a lot of people off. <laughs> you you how me. Don't run <laughs> to kick the and your excuse is I kept all my timeouts in case they get the ball back. You dumbass. The only way they get the ball back is if you miss the fourth down with Russell trying to get it, which had a higher success rate than you kicking a 64-yard field goal. And Kevin, the crazy thing is his timeout situation flipped this week. It flipped. He blew right through mm-hmm. the fourth quarter in a close game. He was like, he was like, "Fuck this! I'm not getting accused of not having any or uh, having all these damn timeouts." What happened was he actually thought that he had the three left over from last week that he didn't use. <laughs> There's a lot of noise now, and I'm I'm really really hoping he's tuning it out. But you can tell the way that his timeout situation flipped from to week one to week two. He he's he's hearing his noise. He's absolutely hearing it. It's getting loud he's in Denver. A, he, he's not a he's not a head coach. He he's not. There's some there's some assistants that need to stay assistants, and he's one of them. Oh, hey, well, like Gus Brad, like Gus Bradley. Yeah. He was one of them ones that should have never got a head coaching job. Should have never hired him as a head coach because he's a great defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But he was terrible. At being a head coach. Well, it's still early. I know we got Russell Wilson, and I know he'll figure like this. And he's not playing bad at all. Like his his stats are actually pretty good. They are. They're, they're they're solid to where he's at. Like he's not really crazy with the ball. I know there's some throws that could be better, but this is him adjusting from not playing preseason. But all in all, he's he's got good numbers. He's not really like it's just when we get to the red zone, we just forget. All how we operate and what kind of plays that we run and everything but the like eye that. Test on, the eye test on Russell right now is not the same eye test you had on Russell years ago, though. Yeah, he doesn't look. He doesn't look and do and play the same way that he has before. Uh, that comes with age. But you, when you watch him during the game, you're like, okay, Russ seems a little off because he's not doing the things that he used to do before. Yeah. So it's just one. It's just one. It, it comes with age, but he just looks one. He looks weird wearing that because you're so accustomed to seeing him in Seattle colors. Mm-hmm. And, but he looks weird in that orange and blue stuff. But uh, no, he just it, it it just he just looks a little off because of 
just how they're using him and how he's playing so far this year. But I'm pretty sure he's a veteran. He'll get it back under his legs. He'll yeah. get his legs back underneath him, uh, get his weapons back, and then he can go out. This is why I miss Tim Patrick so much right now because Tim Patrick was a deep threat. And Tim Patrick, you just got to block the ball down there. He'll go down there and get it. It sucks that he got hurt, man. But nonetheless, uh, we'll, we'll see what happened with the Broncos progressing forward. But um, right now, I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic as far as I'm like, oh, man, this is amazing. Like, but right now, we too have well simmer down. Yeah. That game in uh, that game, that game on uh, in week eight's looking a kind of uh kind of sketchy right now, huh? <laughs> y'all got to go over to London. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say that that, that, that game may be a little bit interesting coming around that time, uh, knowing where, where y'all stand right now and where y'all pause could be. So it, it, it's definitely going to Especially gonna, if we keep playing like this. Yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. It, it's definitely going to hold some weight to it coming week eight, so for sure. All right, let's make our picks for um, week Funny week part is three. we don't play the Tennessee Titans till the end of the year. Like, usually you get the one division game, you play them at the beginning, and then you play them at the end. Mm-hmm. We don't play Tennessee until week 14 and 18. <laughs> hey, there you go. Hold that time. No, no, no. I, I don't want to play them later on in the year. They suck right now. <laughs> I want to play them now when they suck. <laughs> Crush their pride, huh? Tennessee, Tennessee exactly. Titans fans. Tennessee Titans fans are going Just, through it right now. <laughs> Just stomp on them. Stomp on them while they're down. That's when you want to do some stuff. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the week three schedule. Your Thursday night game, Prime Video, Amazon. I know I heard a lot of people complaining about Amazon Prime Video. <laughs> the funny part, the funny part is, did you see my tweet? I, I said, did. I can't wait for it to, I can't wait for it tonight to where, Every three minutes, we're going to get a tweet about a different play that already happened that some people have already watched because everybody's internet's different. Oh, <laughs> <So> we- <laughs> uh, well, you're right. That so, was, now, uh, so now you legit have to put spoiler alert before you tweet during the Thursday night football game because you don't know if people have seen it already or not. <laughs> oh, man. Or the funny, or the other funny one was all the old people trying to find out how to watch Thursday night football, and they're standing in front of them big computer servers. <laughs> plugging. <laughs> oh man! All right, here it is the rival game. We got the Steelers at the Browns. Ooh, uh, <laughs> they're at the Browns. That means that ugly ass elf is going to be on the field for the Browns. So I'm taking the Steelers because <laughs> I think that elf is a salt sucker. And it just sucks the it just sucks the life out of the Browns players. So yeah, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Steelers. And I'm gonna go that with Elf is creepy. Yeah. That elf is creepy. Uh, <laughs> hey man, Brown fans are a weird bunch, man. Some of them. I'm not gonna say have, all of them. Have you seen them. it? Did you see the elf on the middle of the field? I did. I did. Oh my It's weird. Creepy ass. Thought the freaking leprechaun from Boston looked weird. That <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going with the Steelers on this one as well. All right. Sunday games. Oh, hold on. Should we go? Oh, Monday night games now because the Monday night games have sucked and the Thursday night games have been actually pretty good. You want to go over to the Monday game and then go to the Sunday games? No, I'm just saying, no. Should we? Uh, like, oh, remember how yeah, I went yeah, the fucking yeah. Thursday games? 
now it's fucking Monday night games because the Monday night games have all been blowouts. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but here you go. You can have these games. <laughs> NFL yeah, 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 yeah. You can have these games. Oh man. Amazon, Amazon paid for all the good games. <laughs> Facts. All right, one o'clock games. Saints at Panthers. Uh, Saints bounce back game for them. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. What are you want to talk the about? Big, the big freaking ass whooping that happened during the uh, during the uh, Saints Buccaneer game. I know. With Lattimore and, and Evans and and Brady and and Leonard Fournette and all of them. Man, that shit was crazy. Man, they hate each other, bro. <laughs> they I mean, do not they, like each other they, at all. And Mike Evans and Lattimore really don't like no, each other. They don't like each other. I feel like they see each other on the street. They just fight because they just see each other on the street. That's the right. funny part. The funny part is Tom's yelling at Lattimore. Like, he's legit. Him and Lattimore are chirping at each other. And then Lattimore probably said something about Giselle. And then Tom got, Tom got really pissed. But he didn't want to fight Lattimore. So he was like, hurry up and get over here, Lenny. Hurry up and get over here, Fournette. Hurry up, hurry up. So Fournette got involved. And then you can see Bruce Arians on the sideline tell Mike Evans, go help Tom. Like you can read his mouth where it said, go help Tom. And so Mike Evans goes running across the field and blindsides. Like, don't hit him straight up. Blindsides Lattimore. And then all heck resumes. Oh yeah! As soon as he just blasted, but I'm like, "Come on, man!" Mike, I'm Mike, like, Mike Evans not no small dude either. Jerk. No, Mike Evans is big. Yeah, that's a big dude. Mike man. Evans, Mike Evans is a big dude, and he just blasted him from the side. Like I was, they, they hate the like yeah. they, they 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 have no love lost. Saints and Bucks, man. Every time I see their fans talk crap on each other, it's literally about to come to blow. They do not like each other. <laughs> I don't like I don't like Buccaneer fans either. So Kevin, <laughs> 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 like, go Saints. <laughs> I was. We were sitting there for some dumb. You know how I am about this shit. We get to our seats during the Jaguar game, and here comes people wearing Buccaneer stuff and Seahawks stuff, and they sit right in front of us. So you know me, I'm like, why are y'all wearing that? Y'all ain't even here. I was like, y'all aren't playing here. And they were like, and the one guy goes, well, they're close. I was like, yes, take your butts four hours down the road. I was like, y'all don't play here. So the whole time we're sitting there watching the game or they they keep putting the game up on the little side screens. You know how they do in Jacksonville. You get to watch the other games kind of yeah. sort of. Yeah. And the Buccaneer Saints game come on. So every time they come on, I'd be like, go Saints. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anywho, in that little tangent, I picked the Saints to win against the Packers. I thought the Packers were going to do better, but no. Yeah, Saints to win. The Texans at the Bears. I'm going to go with the Texans. The Texans is going to have. Get, yep, I think they get. I think they get their win. One, one, one. <laughs> one, one, and one. Exactly. One, one, one. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Texans too. The Chiefs, golly, the Chiefs at the Colts. Poor Colts. Dude. Oh, poor Colts. <laughs> I feel so sorry for them. Um, you say that so sarcastically. 
So, yeah, I mean that so sincerely. I feel so sorry for the Colts and Jim Irsay's dumbass beat the shit out of them in Kansas City. <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs going to blow them out. Because you know Kansas City is like my second favorite team. So, like, yeah, yeah, Kansas City. <laughs> uh, Somebody's like, why is Kansas City your second favorite team? I was like, the initials for one thing. And then I just, I, I just always like Kansas City. I always want to go to a game there, too. Don't take me with you. We play them this year there, but it's going to be cold as fuck when we play them there. So I'm not going. <laughs> All right. This should have been a night game, actually. The Bills at the Dolphins. Oh, God, what a game. I'm at this. That one. one's going. That one. That's going to be. That's going to be a shootout. You're going to get a lot of fantasy points this week. Oh yeah, this is going to be fantastic here. This game's going to be fun to but, watch. But until somebody shows me that they can beat them and they can stop them, I'm going with the Bills. Bills. It's going to be. A, you can't. Be, you can't slow them down. Yeah, it's going to be a shootout, like you said. But I still think the Bills are going to win by like two some touchdowns. <laughs> but we all know the Bills are going to have that game. To where it's just it just all is a cluster like last year mm-hmm. when they came here nine to six like they were they were going off against everybody and then they come here and it's a nine to six game right so right. They, they might be due for one of those games but we also have the bills number so but yeah I, I think they I think they beat Miami okay. because right now I, nobody can stop them yeah and Miami uh, can't really stop anybody either because because Baltimore was moving up and down the field on them. Yeah, that, that's Baltimore. And then just imagine what you get with the, the Bills. Yeah, they still exactly. got – Now they still got, they got you know – the They got the white uh, Lamar Jackson. Exactly. Along with Gabe Davis, who, who we didn't even – we even mentioned his name, along with Stephon Diggs. Like, come on. Like, they, Dude, they're, they're, they're stacked. That whole man. team's nuts, man. Yeah, they're stacked, man. All right. And then Von Miller. Von, uh, Von Miller. He was like – I went over here to win, and people were like, well, why'd you leave the Rams to go to the Bills to go and win? Well, the, the Bills are better than the Rams right now. That's why he went over there. You see why he went over there, exactly. Exactly. And he's made, and he's making a ton of difference there. Right. Like, people thought Vaughn was washed, and that boy is, whoo. Meanwhile, the Rams had to squeak out a win against Atlanta, so I, I, yeah, we, we, we see why he went to oh, the Bills. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The Lions at the Vikings. Division game. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Yeah. I'm rolling with the Detroit Motor City, baby. Go with the Lions. Get that pick, second win. I picked the Lions two weeks in a row. <laughs> luckily they got luckily they got me one. But I, I can't I can't I can't pick them three weeks in a row. I hear you. Ten four. Ten four. <laughs> The Ravens at the Patriots. There's been rumors about uh, that the Patriots or Bill Belichick losing trust in, and Mac Jones. All that's been going on. Oh around. no! I'm shocked. <laughs> you mean the guy who had all that talent around him last year and actually done well and had his and had a had a good offensive coordinator and now the offensive coordinator's gone and they're struggling. You mean the coaching made a difference and play calling made a difference? I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm shocked that Mac Jones is as good as everybody thought he was. I'm shocked. I'm trying to tell y'all that shit last year. <laughs> he, he was very vocal about that. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Ravens Mac won this Jones. game. Yeah, Ravens. Mac <laughs> Jones. Mac Jones is better than Trevor Lawrence. Mac Jones doesn't have half the skill Trevor Lawrence has. Or he has half the skill Trevor Lawrence has. Trevor has Trevor can do mostly everything. Trevor was in the shittiest situation in the world last year. If you switch the two, freaking the Patriots are going to a championship game. <laughs> just saying. All right, other one. Coaching, coaching matters just a hair. <laughs> yep, absolutely. All right, zero and two Bengals at Jets, one and one. Uh, I'll take the Bengals. Bengals. Time for them to get off the time for them to get off the schneid because yeah. the Jets could have easily been zero and two. Yeah, I think they get one. It took a it took a miracle from Statue Joe mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, win that game. This weekend too, a lot of com- lot of comebacks. Yeah. All right, the crazy, Raiders. Crazy week too. Everybody <laughs> wants these kind of weeks all the time. I'm like, sure, I will, I'll take this week all the time. While the rest of y'all are trying to come back from everything, my team skunk somebody. Yeah, I'll take it all the time. <laughs> all right. Next game is going to be the Raiders at the Titans. Oh, come on, Raiders. Go ahead and stick it to them while they're down. <laughs> it's another team much like the Colts. I'd like them to just stick it to them. I think Ryan Tannehill is, is just about done. Yeah, you can tell. And this, I, I do think the Raiders bounce back on this one. Raiders just blew some games here. And they they, they had a tough schedule. I mean, they, that's, that's, that's not front. They, they played the Chargers and they played the Cardinals. So, like, those, those are two confident just teams. A, and they should have won both of them. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Eagles at the Commanders. Eagles. Eagles are Eagles are playing really good football right now. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Eagles. I thought about the upset, yeah. but I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Nah, uh, <laughs> nah. I don't, I don't like Washington that much. Washington should be over two right now too. So. Yeah. All right, the Jaguars at the Chargers. It's a four or five games. Chargers, but it's not a blowout like it used to be. Yeah, that's where you tell me I made that trip there. It's a good offense. Yeah, I got the Chargers. I got the Chargers one too, but I, I, y'all, y'all make it rough on them. This won't be that. It's a com- it's a competent game. That's all I want. I don't want to go over there and get blasted. I want to come one and one out of these next two games because we got Chargers in Philly. So I won't to win one of those games. If we win one of those games, that means we're competent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have to play a good team, play them competent, and actually win something. Win something you're not supposed to win. Gotcha. Alright, so our next Watch game... Watch them win this weekend and me go, huh? <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> yeah. Alright. Rams at the Cardinals. 425 game. Uh, I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Both of them, both of them coming off last second gas for yeah. wins. Mm-hmm. All right, four twenty-five game is your Falcons at the Seahawks. Oh God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm gonna go with the Seahawks just because it's in Seattle. Falcons will get their first win. Going with the Falcons. God damn. 
God darn it, Atlanta. If you ain't going to use Kyle Pitts, trade him to somewhere that will. I agree. Because you're wasting, you're wasting years off of him. Yeah. If you're no. not, if you're not going to plan it some way to get him to stinking football, then give him to somebody who will. Mm-hmm. Because that's just ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there, but yeah, they need to use something better. All right, this game. That's like the, that's like the Raiders not targeting Adams. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Target the man. Yeah. All right. Packers at Buccaneers. Who just signed Cole Beasley. They did. Yep. Sure did. Yep. Now I don't care. Packers. Packers will win. Yeah. Screw the Buc- screw the Buccaneers. Time, time to throw another surface on, on the. Uh, hope on they the- all. Hope they all should get it. Uh, I wish they all get suspended. Like Tom, some kid could have used that surface, okay? <laughs> uh, no, yes, some kid could. We could have used that surface, Tom. We could have gave it to an underprivileged child. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Just like you told yourself. <laughs> Fuck them kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The primetime game is the 49ers at the Broncos. This might be a little, uh, might be a little closer. I'm gonna now. take the I'm gonna take the 49ers. This might be a little closer because they got Jimmy G at quarterback now. Um, That's exactly why I'm taking the 49ers. <laughs> so I'm gonna ride my Broncos. It's gonna be a close stuff. Of course you are. So of course uh, you are. I just. I'm, I'm I'm fearing of an ugly ugly game that's gonna be stressful. I'm gonna have a couple more gray hairs. So, <laughs> oh shut up! You don't even. I, I don't want to talk about gray hairs. <laughs> Can't lie, I would have thought I want to say anything about it. Don't mention that. Nope. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to talk about gray hairs. <laughs> All right, your Monday night game. This is a divisional game as well. The Cowboys at the Giants. Uh, I'm gonna take the Cowboys. All right, All Giants right. are playing good right now. I just, I still don't trust Daniel Jones. I hear you. I hear you. I uh, Cowboy defense is really good too. So yeah, I, and, <laughs> and Tony Parr, like you said, he showed up last week because they actually used him. So I, I, I got the boys win this one too. Sorry, Giants fan. I know a few Giants fans. Thanks. So, all good. All right. Uh, yeah, we went to the game. I know you was there Saturday. Um, I know we're almost at an hour, but let's kind of bring yeah, some talk yeah, about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went. We, we went to the game. Some of us got to go into the fancy part and have and have Steve Spurrier beer and stuff like that. While <laughs> us commoners had to sit out amongst the folk. <laughs> yeah, man. Kevin's talking about I got uh, invited to the suite up there and enjoy some free food and snacks. I, I ate more than I should have, but um, yeah, dude. That but but that food in there is good. I I went in there before a basketball game one time because we got treated nice before a basketball game and we went into the same place you went into, mm-hmm. and that food is pain. They had a chicken parm and like the Italian sausage that was really cooked pretty good. Uh, and they oh no, they didn't cut it in half. 
<laughs> still, still was good. Um, they didn't split it. They didn't split it. Darn it! But nah, it was it was some good stuff, man. Um, nonetheless, though, this game was really stressful more than stressful. It was it was very uh, it was very uh, stressful. Yeah. Very very stress very stressful. I'm still stressed. That, that game was a lot. <laughs> the thing is, here's the thing about it. I know we're in rebuilding. I know that the roster ain't no good, and I've even said it on here. After you get down past 22, there's no depth on this team. We don't have no dynamic playmaker at the wide receiver position. Uh, I've already said it, but it's just – there's no – UCF's got some ball players that have came in to transfer this year that were at Power 5 schools, Texas A&M's and stuff like that. These guys come back home and go play down there because they just want to finish out their career near home or they wasn't getting playing time and they knew they could do it and they knew they could be closer to home and play. But, man, there's there's no reason that that should have been like that. There's no reason that USF runs for freaking 200-something yards and a half. Like, I know Vontrell Miller's out, and I know how important he is because if you've watched any Gator football for the last three years, every time he's went out, people have run the ball right over him. It's just a matter of fact. With him in there, it's not as bad because he lines up everybody. He gets everybody situated. He gets everybody lined up because, as you could see during the game yesterday or game Saturday with all them freshmen and stuff, they were trying to play at linebacker. Nobody could get anybody lined up correctly. They were moving all over the place. So it just made for these gigantic, big, gaping holes to open up in the defense. And when people would say, well, is he really that important? Yes, he is because he's been there for 72 years. I think he's still got eight years of eligibility left, mm-hmm. so he may never leave. But he's he's been there, and every time he's there, they they he does well. But but it's just they, they that was bad. Like they couldn't do anything on offense besides run the ball, and the quarterback just don't want to run the ball anymore. I don't know if you heard his press conference. But they asked Anthony Richardson, and he was like, yeah, they told me I need to slow down on the running because of our backup quarterback situation because we don't have one. And then, yeah, I got hit in the knee in the Kentucky game, and I'm still feeling that. And in this game, I got my ankle stepped on, so I'm still feeling that. So I'm trying not to run as much. And I was like, see, I told y'all he was hurt. Nobody wanted to listen to me when I told you he was hurt. But he's hurt. But here's the biggest thing about Anthony Richardson. If they're playing man, if they're playing man defense, he'll eat you alive because he is able to run after that. The couple of times UCF went into man defense, he ran because everybody turned their back and was running down the field. When they're playing zone, everybody's staring at him. He can't get away. And he can't do the stuff he did against Utah because Utah played man almost the whole entire time. Right. But it was just, it's just he needs to get out of his own head. Because right now, Anthony Richardson is in his own head. He thinks he has to do so much that he really don't have to. He just needs to be efficient. He don't need to be great. Because really, outside of a few things he did at a Utah game, he wasn't great. He was efficient. But he did some cool, great things that made those splash plays. You know what I mean? Because he didn't throw for 
a ton of yards. He ran for 103, and he threw for 153. That's what we need him to do. We need him to be efficient and to be able to move the ball. Mm-hmm. But what they really need to do is put two and seven into the game exclusively at running back and let them two go. It's like I told you yesterday or last time we talked and we were talking about the game coming up, just run the football. Florida's strength is your offensive line and your running backs. Run the football. Run to the wheels and, and they did. And you see what happened when they did. They went yeah. right down the field on them. Yeah. Yeah. But then you want to throw a pass from the two-yard line. You call a back shoulder pass at the two-yard line. Oh, God. <laughs> when you run the ball right down their throat, I was like, what kind of stupid call is that? I was like, don't throw. And then come to find out that it was a run-pass option, and Anthony wanted to throw it just as he could try to get his confidence back. But the boy has no confidence in his – in in his reading and his throwing of the ball. He don't have no confidence in it right now. They have to do something to get his confidence back. And to get his confidence back, you have to run the ball, and he has to be able to run the ball. If you're limiting him and telling him he can't run, then you're taking away his biggest threat. Because his biggest threat right now is not reading defenses. His biggest threat is running the football. Mm -hmm. And stop throwing that stupid wide receiver screen to Henderson. (laughs) Receiver screen to Pearsall or put one of the running backs in the game and run the screen over there to them because your dynamic players are one, two, and seven. Put all three of them there at the same time. Put both of the running backs in there at the same time. Have Richardson back there and run the sneaking offense that Air Force runs or Army runs or Navy runs. Just run the ball down everybody's throat because that's what you're going to be good at. I know you want to get your quarterback competent, but do you really want this season to be about trying to build the team up, trying to just see what you have, or do you want to go into games and be competent and try to win? That's why I don't know what this coaching staff is doing. Like, I like Napier. I think he's going to be good for us just on the recruiting side and stuff like that, but I don't know what his goal is for this year. If his goal is to win games, he needs to set up the game plan in that fashion and not try to make it where you want to gain confidence for your players. Let the players go out and gain confidence on their own by running a certain game plan that's going to let them win. Winning makes people confident. Just look at what it did after week one. Facts. Facts, sir. Yeah, that whole game was frustrating to watch, man. I, uh, I just don't like I just don't like that that stuff of well I want to see where no we don't want to see where they're at we know where they're at run the game plan to your strength of your team don't try to do something else that's not going to work because that's not the strength of your team play to the strengths of your team until those other positions become the strength of your team when you get these freshman wide receivers and stuff that are coming in that are dynamic and electric then we use them next year. Mm-hmm. But right now, just play to the strength of your team, which is your offensive line, mauling people in the run game. Agreed. All right, let's make some quick picks here. I know we're almost at an hour 10. Um, 
since we're talking about Florida. They'll be like, they're going to be like, why don't they sit there and talk about other people? Because we don't freaking want to. We don't care about Alabama. We don't care about Georgia. We don't care about all the other ones because it's self-explanatory about all these other teams. Yeah. Here, I'll give you a rundown. Georgia beat the crap out of somebody. I'm shocked. Alabama beat the crap out of somebody. Oh, I'm shocked. There we go. <laughs> All right, so the ranked games, this is, we're talking about Florida. So Florida is ranked number 20. They're playing Tennessee, 330. Your thoughts on that game and who you got? Uh, Street comes in in because we've won like 16 out of the last 17 or some weird six or last seven out of out of that. Tennessee's going to put it on them because the defense ain't going to be able to keep up with them. And I do not know what kind of offense they're going to run. So – I, I, I don't know. So I'm taking the thing that I do know, and I do know Tennessee can put up some numbers. So, Yeah. Uh, I know you, we have Tennessee's numbers, but I think you're right. Just... Well, the only the only good thing is Tennessee likes to throw the ball, and our best place on defense is our corners and our safeties. Well, not really our safeties because Trey Dean's terrible. But we have good – we have good secondary. I'll just say that because overall, the secondary outweighs just having Trey Dean back there. Gotcha. All right. He seems like he's been there for ninety-seven years too. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it. <laughs> well, what they need here's another thing: what they need to do. They need to suck it up and be like, okay, we need to stop playing seniors just because. Because if you want to see what this team really has play your young guys mm-hmm. because they said that we've had freshmen and sophomores that have been playing safety in in practice that have been doing a thousand times better than Dean's been doing. So just play them. Just if you want to see where this team is going to be down in the future and you want to see and test their mettle, play them. Just play the young people. You're already yeah. playing the, the running back. Play everybody. Yep. All right. Number five, Clemson is on the road to number 21, Wake Forest. Yeah, Clemson. Clemson to get that one. You're on the road. Number 10, Arkansas is on the road against number 23, Texas A&M. Ooh, come on, Arkansas. I got Arkansas winning that one, too. Uh, Noble Warren, that I'm going to go over, and we already know what the result's going to be. Kent State is playing Georgia. Um, oh, fuck. Thank you. Here, go away. This is why we don't talk about Georgia. Vanderbilt is playing number two, Alabama. Um, this is why we don't talk about Alabama. Number three, Ohio State is playing Wisconsin. This is why we don't talk about Ohio State. <laughs> number four, Michigan is playing Maryland. <laughs> this is why we don't talk about Michigan. <laughs> well, we don't talk about those last two. We don't talk about them because I hate both of them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Number six, Oklahoma is playing that Kansas State. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, this is where that Oklahoma does that weird thing where they're, they're – they're, They'll look sloppy and lose to yes. somebody they're not supposed to. Number seven, USC is playing Oregon State. No, Oregon State might get them. That's real good thing. Keep an eye on. Number eight, Kentucky is playing NIU. North Illinois University. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it doesn't matter. That's why I'm going through all the ones that's ranked. Number 12, NC State is playing UConn. Number, yeah. number 13, Utah is playing Arizona State. Look, Utah, right back up there. All right. Number 14, please. Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards got fired on the field. Which is weird. Yeah, I saw that. Last Arizona State game. Like, they didn't even let him get in. They came out to the end zone. 
Yeah. And we're like, Herb, we're letting you go. Right. <laughs> number 14, Penn State's playing Central Michigan. Number 15, yeah, <laughs> number 15, Oregon's playing Washington State. Number yeah. 16, Ole Miss is playing Tulsa. Number not a lot of good games this weekend. <laughs> no, not at all. That's why I ran through these and not really going to break them down or even pick them. Number 17, and here's Baylor. The weird, and here's the crazy thing. Georgia's played what one SEC game now, mm-hmm. so they're on, they're on the same part as we are. But we're going into our second ACC SEC game, and they're not even playing it. But you know what the funny part about Florida's schedule so far is? What's that? Right now, three out of the four games are in against top twenty teams. Beefy, beefy man. Like our schedule, our schedule is brutal yeah. for a team that doesn't even know who they are. We're playing this. I'm like, good God. Why the hell are we playing this? Exactly. Oh, you didn't tell me that Arkansas and Texas A&M was playing in Jerry World. It's the annual Arkansas gets to go to the Jerry World game. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Missed that detail. My apologies. Number 17. Yeah, they're going, <laughs> going to Jerry World. The annual Jerry World game. Number 17, Baylor's playing Iowa State. Washington, number 18, yeah. is at home against Stanford. Number 19, BYU, is at home against Wyoming. Number 22, Texas, is on the road against Texas Tech. Number My tw- God, there is nothing, nothing going on that <laughs> nothing going on Saturday. Number 24, Pittsburgh, is at home against Rhode Island. And number 25, Miami, is playing Middle Tennessee. So, yeah. So, team playing each other. Is the Florida, uh, Florida tennis, and Arkansas and Texas A and M, and then Clemson. Those are the only games where people are like two people. Three, three team ranked teams. Oh yeah, Clemson and Wake Forest. So yeah, that Florida and Tennessee isn't. Um, Steve Spurs will be on uh, college game day, isn't he? I thought I saw that. Steve Spurs will be on. Yeah, I think he's from up there, and he. It is. I think yeah. he's having a college game. Yeah, he's there. probably going to be on there for something. Okay. Um, yeah, he'll probably be on there for something. So Who knows? So before we go, I know this NBA news just dropped. Um, that the NBA and NBA PA are in the so are negotiations to lower the basketball age back down to eighteen, where high schools can come straight from high school to the draft, and it might be as early as twenty twenty three. Kevin, your thoughts on that? Should have never went up to begin with. I agree. I think that's why if, if people don't want to play college ball, don't make them go and play college ball. We talked about, I think we talked about this plenty of time before. Mm-hmm. The only thing to where you should have it to where these kids mature and come and play a sport is football. That should be the only sport to where you have to have at least a couple of years out of high school and you mature a little bit or at least are playing some foot, some type of football somewhere because basketball you can go right in and start playing we've already we, we've seen it basketball you can you can come out and you can start your regiment and start getting bigger and and, and go right into playing in the NBA okay. people have done it before I have no problem I have no problem with high school kids going going anywhere and playing basketball it okay. says if you did I'm not taking an eighteen year old and putting them out there with <laughs> with the football player. No. But I guess now nah, listen, I agree with this whole thing where 
Now we got so many G League teams. We got a G Select team, G League Select team. So, like, even if you get, like, a mid, a high school that come in, like, the mid round, yeah, maybe his body's not ready, but you can send him down to the G League, let him play some competition, get some reps. Like, so there, there's, the there's so a many lot, avenues A lot of these high school kids guys. are just going overseas. Right. Right. A lot of them are – there's some that are going over while still in high school and going over there and playing. Yeah. And then getting their education and finishing up high school while they're over there playing. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the game has took a completely different level with how they do everything basketball wise. Yeah. So just go back, put it to eighteen and over, and go. I know why they did it because they got in cahoots with college basketball and wanted these kids to go play a year in college, just so the colleges were getting these superstars for a year, like Zion. Zion and all these guys, mm-hmm. but man, just let them if they want to go straight to the pro. Let them let them go to the pro. They don't need to go to college. Yeah, college basketball the only thing still I would is going to be fine. Like, the, the only thing I want you to do with them is if you're going to take these kids and put them in there, and they're already these high prospects, give them a financial class, make them learn what to do with their money, make sure they stay straight with that. That's the only thing you need to do with these kids. Agree, man. Agree. So, all right, well, hey, that's looking at I, I know when they go eight crap and start, and start blowing their money and going eight crap. Oh, and give them condoms because we don't need them to do what Sean Kemp did when he for, when he came into the league at eighteen, and now he's got four hundred thirty six kids. We don't Sean we don't Kemp. need that kind of mess. Recently, just PJ yeah, we Washington hooking up with Instagram yeah, we model. Don't need, yeah, we don't, <laughs> we, don't, we, don't, we don't need. Well, we don't need. We don't need that. We don't need more Nick Cannons in the world. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Yeah, sex education and economics needs to be a must for any professional athlete. Uh, money comes at keep you, your of course, mo- all this stuff comes at you. Keep your money in your pocket and keep your dingling in your pants. <laughs> or if you're going to take it out of your pants, put something on top of it. Preferably not money. <laughs> well, you're really silly, Willie. I, 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 I'm done. Oh my God! Yeah, it, 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 we're not ending on that note, though. God, somebody say something else. All right. Well, we just <laughs> be better. <laughs> be, uh, definitely be be better, Cortez. Be better. Be, be better. Okay. All right. Make sure you stay tuned, with me and Kevin, throughout the week. Uh, you can follow the Twitter page at B I O C Podcast. I am at End of Mind CP. Kevin C twenty four fifteen. Ball No Quarter Podcast is on anchor.fm slash Cortez Paul. We're on Podomatic at endamonacp.podomatic.com. Facebook, you can go to Ball No Quarter Podcast page. Give us a like shot there. Instagram, we're at BIOC Podcast as well. Uh, we're also on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, iHeart, Speaker, Windows, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and many other sites as well. Or Kevin like to say, Were you listen to us before? Just go back there again. Awesome. Thank you for spending the day with us, listening to the show. Uh, I know we're at a minute 20, and we're going to end it there. Uh, so y'all enjoy the show. We're at a minute 20? We've only, we've only been talking for a minute? What? what? Sorry, okay. hour 20. Hour 20. That's oh, okay. how I got oh, my game. Thank, thank oh, goodness. I, know. I, was like, I was like, if you haven't hit the button on Twitter, I'm going to be mad. I want you to mess up the third. You get that joke. Well, you could. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to the show. Hope you're all getting more excited.
Bye-bye.